creature is foul as dark as night. Its wings flap ever so silently. It creeps up alongside a car. Its head bows to look at the driver, terrified. Then the beast speaks. Do you like crust on bread? <laughs> like, would you buy, let me pitch you this real quick. Would you buy a product called Crustables where they just have the crust from the Uncrustables and make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches out of them? I think it's an amazing idea. I think it'll be a hit. Back to you, Fred. <laughs> Hello, my name is Fred Stewart. Welcome to Haunted Graves and Omens. <laughs> Welcome. With me, as always, is my lovely co-host. Whoa, you're hairier than normal. <laughs> oh, hey there. <laughs> it's me. It's Taylor. Spirit's here, too. Hi, right, Spear. Hi, Spear. Hey. With us running cameras and sound is Marty Gowick. It is I. I am back. <laughs> that you. It is I. You fucker. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> it was so good. It's, it's, I tried. Thanks. It was incredible. That, that just goes, y'all, that you're you're finally in the flow of podcasting. You, you knew exactly when to cut in. It was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. I loved it. Oh man! Thanks, man. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Welcome to Hot Grades and Omens. This is episode something. I don't know. It's in the hundreds. Hundred, hundred and seven, hundred eight, something like that. I don't know. But you're here, baby. What's going on? What it do? Um, we talk about some true crime stuff this week. Um, recently, a development was made in the DB Cooper case, which is what we covered a little while back, mm-hmm. uh, which I believe you missed the tail end of. Um, I'm. I think I did the whole DBD Cooper. Did you? I don't remember. Was it a two? It was a two. It was a two parter. Yeah. I don't remember. It took so I long. Remember. I think I'm. I think I was here for those ones, but okay. I missed another. The, I'd missed the tail end of. Um, what was that last one we just did? Uh, John Dillinger. I missed the tail end of that one. So, mm-hmm. with the recent development with the DB Cooper case, it they apparently have uh, traced discovered what kind of tie it was, right? Yeah, they they were able to trace when it was bought, mm-hmm. in what year, and for how much, and then they have a suspect that they can place at Boeing in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Like a, a name. Like they yeah. have a name for D.B. Cooper now. Yeah. Who they believe to be D.B. Cooper. Well, yes. Allegedly. 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 Yeah, I mean, it's if if it if it uh, pans out to be um, you know big if true. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, it's exciting. It's a it huge exciting. development. That is. Um, also on the true crime spectrum, the uh, spectrum, the um, bunch of names got released from the uh, fucking Epstein's list. Which I don't know if you heard about that, Mark. I did. I heard about yeah. it. Did you hear that Stephen Hawking? Stephen Hawking. A, yeah. yeah. Did you hear what Stephen Hawking liked? <laughs> I'm gonna try to word this in the in the most appropriate way possible. He he liked to watch. Um, of course, he l- liked to watch. 
<laughs> well, you like to watch little people uh, who are naked try to solve complex math problems on a chalkboard that was too high. <laughs> like little people as in like adult little people? Yes. I can't, I can't knock the dude for that. There's a lot of people <laughs> that like seeing little people do a lot worse things. <laughs> Micro wrestling, dude. I fucking <laughs> love it, dude. It's awesome. Uh, he, was, like, he was also reach a, higher. <laughs> <laughs> the moment that told, Taylor told me about it, dude, I was like, God, I wish I would have known that would have brought that up on the dock. Yeah, right. Uh, you sit, you little shit. You can't fucking solve this, <laughs> this complex math problem. Uh, he was also apparently a pedo too, but he's fucking dead. So score one. They score multiple. We're knocking them down one by one. Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah, it's just it's just chaos, man. It's just wild. Um, yeah, I don't really have uh, I mean, much of anything else. You know, we haven't really had anything too crazy happen alien-wise as of late, which means it's coming. Yeah. They're, they're coming. Mm-hmm. They're coming. They're coming to take us. And there's nothing that we could do to stop them. But so anyway, we're. <laughs> I was just gonna let you ramble. <laughs> we're covering another cryptid, and uh, I came prepared today um, as a member of the cryptid apprehension team. Um, there, I'll hold it up for the camera right there. Uh, if you're gonna be at Fan Expo, you'll see that walking around. Uh, come say what's up, and I'll give you a sticker. But um, Taylor, yeah. my dear. Hi. Hi. I'm fighting the dog right now. Sorry. I, I see that. She keeps trying to chew on the leaf. Stop. Go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> she just lays down. <laughs> We're covering another cryptid today, huh? We are. Yes. Big, I'm a big, big fan of cryptids. It was between a uh, cryptid and a ghost story, but I'll probably save the ghost story for next week. Oh, shit. Not for any particular reason, but just... Yeah. I just... I and, and I got to check the calendar because uh, I have a case that was uh, that I have written that is coming up pretty quickly. Yeah. Pretty quickly. It'll be some like 80-something years since the case occurred. But you'll see when it comes out what it is. Honestly, I think prob- probably should release that one. Like, not the next one, but the one after. Yeah. I think that'll be... Totally. Right to- right We're talking shop right now. Anyway, let's get it. Anyways. I am ready to get into it. You ready, Marty? I am ready. This one doesn't have as fun of a name as some of the cryptids that we've covered recently. It's not called like the the um oh man. The bone eating um Blind Man County Horse Molester. No. It is not. <laughs> it's not? No. Oh. The Wood Eating go- Grabber? <laughs> the Wood Eating Goat Grabber? The Wood Eating Goat Grabber? Is that wood what it was? Eating goose gra- <laughs> goose er, wood Eating Amish Goose Grabber. Wood Eating Amish County Goose Grabber. Wood Eating Amish County Grabber Goose. Yep. Yes. You Good got, job, Marty. You, you got him, buddy. Good job. Hey. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, she fall asleep on your foot right now? Yeah. Yep, she's, she's, she's out. Sweepy baby. But instead, we're, we're covering another t- 
terrifying cryptid. We are. Um, next week, um, it'll have a fun name. Yeah. The one I have planned for next week. Oh, shit. The ghost one? Yeah. Oh, shit. It's kind of a fun name. Holy shit. It's kind of terrifying, but it's fine. Um, are you guys ready to hop into another cryptid story? Oh, uh, I'm ready. ready. Right after a short ad break. Do you like bread? <laughs> I was hoping he was going to switch to the manic cam, but instead I got even more manic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So we are going to be talking about a winged beast known as the lacrosse man bat. Nice. Um, He's also known as the beast of Briggs Road, the Wisconsin man bat, Holman man bat, and the Briggs Road man bat. Interesting. So when we did our our crossover episode of Maniacally Midwest, we covered the beast of Bray Road. Yes. So this is the beast of Briggs Road. Yes. Not very creative out there. No. They go, oh, sorry, bud. You know, he's, he's a man bat. Oh, the Wisconsin man bat. Yeah, that's, what the fuck was that accent? That was uh, trying to be Wisconsin, but also Batman. <laughs> okay. I, I had to think about how to do that. Yeah, how are you? How would you do that? Because you do the, oh, heck yeah, bud. Oh, you know. Oh, heck yeah, bud. <laughs> <laughs> I won't let you do that, dear Joker. <laughs> I'm going to have to rough you up. <laughs> I'm real sorry about it. Man. And I'm not even sorry. <laughs> I'm not wearing any hockey pads, but I do have some at home. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid already. All right. <laughs> Let's continue. Okay. So the man bat was first reported uh, on Tuesday, September 26th of 2006. So relatively recently. Yeah. This, I is, mean, a, this is a more. Relatively recently. Listen, I keep. Was for... 20 years ago? <laughs> don't fucking say that to me. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. Yeah. Listen, two decades ago, in in my head, 2016 was like four years ago. So, and it was not. It was. It was indeed not. Eight years ago, now, and I hate it. So I guess this is growing (laughs) up. Um. So in 2006, you know, relatively recently. Yeah. Um. I mean, relatively recently, in comparison to a lot of our cryptids stories that C- take come place in the seventies, fifties, sixties, yeah, all in the nineteen hundreds. Yeah, back when they used to just um, they had like Fred Flintstone their cars, and <laughs> they just died from like shitting too hard. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just be like that. Um, so on September 26th of 2006, um, when 53 year old musician and Cherokee father, Wahali, um, was being driven by his 25 year old son, the pair were driving home on Briggs road from their band practice around 915, 930. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pair noticed a strange winged form near the road. 
The form soon seemed to move upwards from the ground, and there was a moment of absolute horror. Um, the two were plunged into an almost seamless recreation of the infamous scene of the Mothman. Prophecies fell. Literally what I just thought of. <laughs> the moment you started talking about it, I like started to like just get this realization that like it sounds like a fucking Mothman encounter. <laughs> like it just it's almost almost identical. The, the yeah. people are drive they're driving in a car. Yeah. They spot something standing on the side of the fucking road and it's a winged beast. It sounds like a Mothman encounter. It does kind of um about to go hunting, dude. So the creature picked up speed and was coming right at them. It was in the uh, in this flight that Wahali would get his best view of the avian anomaly. First thing I saw were the eyes and maybe the teeth. Um, he would say in a interview on Monster Quest. Oh, dude, I love Monster <laughs> Quest, dude. Holy shit, yeah. Maybe this is why this case sounds familiar to you. Maybe, yeah. I mean... Because you, you were like, are you sure we haven't done this? I think it's just because it's so similar. Maybe. It's, it's pretty sure it's the same county as Beast Bray Road. Very possible. I don't know. I don't know how far Briggs Road and Bray Road are. I'll look it up. All right. Um, so the eyes of the creature he would describe as being the size of road sign reflectors and were yellow. Um, Dude. <laughs> they were yellow, not red. Dude. It... This is fucking tripping me out right now. <laughs> this sounds like a fucking Mothman encounter. This sounds almost identical to Mothman, except it has fucking yellow eyes instead of red eyes. Literally, the eyes are described in the same way. That's, oh, it's so cool. Oh, I'm, in, I'm into it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, so whether this is naturally yellow or a glowing yellow is not quite elaborated on in this interview. Um, but he does say that the creature's canine-like face was in a snarling expression. Um, sorry, this is bothering me. Um, uh, snarling expression with a wide mouth with rows of sharp teeth. The creature's head was also topped with large pointed bat-like ears. Creature had a pair of leathery wings with a wingspan of about ten to fourteen feet. Yeah, dude, it's <laughs> fucking Mothman, dude. It sounds like Mothman. Uh, I also looked it up. It is Briggs spelled with two G's? Yeah, dude. Brig from Briggs Road to Bray Road. It is. I was right. It looks like it's in the same county. It is ten minutes away from each other. <laughs> Damn. There's some fucking up shit happening. I'm going to have to start making some calls, dude. Find <laughs> out what's... I'm going to have to hit up the homies and be like, what's happening in Wisconsin right now, dude? <laughs> you know, what's been going on? What are you fuckers been up to? You know? They leave some cheese out too long, dude. <laughs> Just molded and like fucking molts into a monster. Oh, my God. Oh, buddy, you didn't eat the cheese quick enough, so now uh, unimaginable horrors have decided to spot. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the wings were connected to the body and um, in a interesting thing, yeah. uh, the arms and hands of the creature were fused to the wings. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like he had the arms and then the wings. It was all just one. 
He little bat. Yeah, I mean, little bat. It, it, it's just a little guy. It again is kind of. I mean, it sounds like it's. Mothman had separate arms. No, he did not. Did he not? No. Every like all the depictions are him with separate arms. It, 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 from from what I remember, Mothman did not have separate arms. Huh. I think he's depicted having arms, but they they talk about. I know they have depictions of him without arms. Huh. I will I will look into it further. To be fair, though, we were talking about this. Uh, a lot of people depict him with black wings, and he his wings were actually white. So yeah, I don't know. Um, so the hands uh, on the wings bore sharp claws. Creature was about six to seven feet tall, and its body was covered sparsely in gray dark brown hair um, and had extremely pronounced ribs that jutted out the creature um, had man-like legs um, ending in feet with claw-like toes what the fuck um holly would say that following the creature quote uh it had distended ribs Long, sort of human legs with claws, huge bat-like wings with arms sort of attached. I remember the teeth and the scream we heard was terrifying. I've been living in this valley all my life and have seen some strange things. After all, the Mississippi Upper Wildlife Refuge is the largest in the county or the country and right out my back door. It hides lots of strange creatures, but I've never seen anything like this. Rent the movie. Bram Stoker Dracula and the Dracula creature looks like it or better yet like the one in Van Helsing oh shit so that's pretty terrifying yeah I'm falling apart over here but um Marty can you do your because it gave let off a screech noise Marty can you do your best the Mothman impression or my Mothman a Batman bat creature man bat man, uh, man bat impression oh you know no uh <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. That was pretty. That was my. Best. Yeah. Spirit didn't even budge for that one. I, I'll do mine. <clears throat> Get into character. I got big wings. Uh, I am but a bat. Destined, I'm a man destined to be a bat. <laughs> Good heavens! What a travesty has befallen me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, oh, there you go. Oh, 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 sorry, but I didn't mean to scare you now. I know I'm fucking terrifying to look at, like, at all times, but. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, Holly is quoted as saying, the creature seemed hungry and angry, and the pair were more terrified about the bizarre beast. It's called hangry. <laughs> it's true. I don't think that was necessarily a term in 2006. Was I it? think it was. I'll look it up. Well, yeah, when did hangry <laughs> become a term? Because he was hungry and angry. He was ha- hangry. Yeah, well, no. Now, yeah. But I don't think that was a slang for much back then. Just yeah, look up, look up, look up, look up when hangry became a term. I, I, I am. Hangry Jesus Christ! Gonna... Keep reading. 
Um, the pair were more terrified about the bizarre beast and the fact uh, that more than likely this creature and the two musicians would end up in a mechanical head-on, uh, cryptid head-on collision. Um, yet this would not be the case. The creature, as it was windshield height, slowed in mid-air, e- mid and within mere seconds of the collision, the creature proceeded to flex its wings in a way that seemed unlike any other animal, shot up straight into the air and away from the vehicle. Again, sounds like a Mothman encounter. A little bit. Just straight up in the air. You know, it doesn't really make a noise. Just goes. Also, it's 1956. That's when the term hangry became a thing? That's correct. Oh, weird. I never heard that. Yo, daddy-o, you hangry? <laughs> I've never, I never heard the term hangry until like the late 2010s. <laughs> Yo, daddy, yo, are you angry? Let's go to Vietnam. <laughs> um, Pretty sure that's when it was used. <laughs> the creature left a reminder, however, as it unfurled a high-pitched scream. The pair continued to drive a short distance until a feeling of nausea overtook the two, which ultimately ended in the sun pulling over and throwing up no less than seven times. Well, Holly all as well got out of the vehicle and vomited on the side of the road. Dude, th- this is giving. This is like there's so many things in this that like remind me of Mothman. Yeah, it is fucking. I mean, I, w- I almost wonder if this creature is like almost a an, variant, a variant of Mothman. Possibly. That, that's what it like. It seems like to me. Yeah, because I mean, you can be man moth. Uh, well. Maybe. Branding, but we'll try. We'll we'll, we'll you know. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll work on. We'll, we'll fo- work on. We'll group it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It it like with the Mothman encounters, like people saw it. It lifted out of the air rapidly. Then again, it attacked their car. But other people had seen it, or yeah, other people have seen it. But they usually describe as, as getting sick, or getting pink eye, things like that. Getting some sort of ailment yeah. from the encounter. And this one, they got nausea. Yeah. Whether that's from just the fear of seeing this creature, or if it actually just gave it to them in a way. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, my phone turned off. Um, so a few days later, well, Holly returned to the area where the creature began to had begun to fly off the ground. Yeah. And while searching the area, he found the body of a dead deer. Um, and normally this wouldn't seem like super weird, mm-hmm. right? It's Wisconsin, you know. Yeah, you tend to like you. You hit a deer. It's it's not that uncommon. However, yeah, you're too busy, you know, slamming your fucking your beer, dude, and you look down and there's a whole family of just orphan fawns in front of you. <laughs> nothing you can do to stop, other than tap the brakes. But you know, you already get get the song. Uh, I can't, you know, I can't drive 55, just playing, blasting, and you can't stop. Yeah, going fifty five. <laughs> right. Next thing Great. you know, you're flipped upside in a ditch trying to eat a crustable. <laughs> God, God damn. Marty is on the uh, he's on a crustables train, and we can't seem to get him off that. So, so. I'll, 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 I'll fucking tell you what. All right, whether I don't know if it's gonna happen. You don't need a manicam right now. Oh, okay. If 
All right, listen here, fucker. All right, so here, here's the fuck. Hold on, sorry. Let me get in the frame here. Here's the fucking deal. All right. If you see an extra, I don't know, two minutes on the end of this episode that isn't normally there, there's a fucking uncr- uh, uh, a crustable ad. All right, that Marty's gonna film directly after this. <laughs> So you better start fucking writing, bud. <laughs> that, that's genuine. <laughs> you want to sell the? want to sell this fake product? We'll we'll cut an ad together and fucking right after this. Cut an ad. <laughs> All right. So we're on the topic of a body of a dead deer. Yeah. Back on topic. Um. The deer seemed to be slit down the middle. Like, like like it was gutted? Essentially, yeah. Okay. But to like I don't know why you would gut a deer and then just leave it on the side of the road. Um well Holly felt that this was in fact the dinner of the creature that had been uh so aggravated by their presence. Throughout this time while Holly was still very ill from his encounter, which continued for a full week. Um, experiencing some nausea and almost a sense of vertigo that occurred after his sighting. Um, after the illness passed, he felt compelled to tell and potentially warn others of this creature. Um, he reached out appropriately to one of the best researchers of The Strange, uh, which was Linda Godfrey. Does that name sound familiar to you? It vaguely does. Yeah. So Godfrey reached international fame after her breakthrough research on the Beast of Bray Road, as well as other dogmen. Yeah, <laughs> that checks out. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he proceeded to tell Godfrey the full account. However, his son was so shaken by the encounter that he would not talk about it. Yeah, I, I, mean, I can't blame him. I mean, that's terrifying. But that's, I mean. It's all, it all circles back around, dude. We're fucking tying in episodes right now, dude. Yeah. Um, Godfrey would later meet up with Wahali and a hunter friend of his at the location of the sighting to search for clues. And Godfrey would state the follow or yeah, Godfrey would state the following. Uh, nope, that's Wahali. No, who is saying this? <laughs> <laughs> Quote, Godfrey actually followed up on this report by visiting the scene of the encounter and speaking with Wahali. Um, and while she was visiting the area with the witness and a hunter friend of his, they made a rather macabre discovery that may or may not be tied to it all. There, sprawled out in the brush just off the road, was a deer carcass, which was in quite a strange state. So we're going to... It was wearing um, lipstick. No, <laughs> Lip- it was lipstick not. and had a six rack of beer next to it. No, not quite. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think someone tried to fuck this dead deer. <laughs> um, Godfrey has said of the finding, "quote There were no visible drag marks and a complete absence of blood on the ground." The deer carcass lay on its right side with its back facing the road, and the white area we saw was its exposed layer of winter fat, the skin having been peeled back from the midsection towards the forelimbs. Damn. It's not not quite the way you gut a deer. I mean, that sounds like someone dressing a deer. 
skin pulled back to the four but legs, like, just like right. But like, why would you dress a deer on the side of the road and then not take it? If say you hit a deer, maybe they poached it. Perhaps maybe, but most poachers would just take the deer. It's true. Well, maybe they poached it and saw someone coming or heard someone coming, so they 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 fled. And then it was just Mothman. Yeah, it was just Batman or <laughs> Man, Man Bat. Bat. <laughs> Man Bat. Man Bat. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm sorry, but I didn't mean to interrupt your poaching there. Like I don't know. It does sound kind of weird, though. It is very strange. Yes. Um. So the um. So yeah, the skin had been peeled back from the midsection towards the forelimbs, which remained intact along with the head. No bullet wounds or bite marks were visible. There was no odor, probably because the temperatures had been ranging near freezing at night and only in the 50s during the day. The hunter had estimated the carcass to uh, be no older than three days and its weight about 60 pounds. It's kind of, that's a small deer. It's a very small deer. Um, the low weight estimate was due to the fact that the entire haunch section, lower abdomen, and rear limbs were gone. Oh, so it's just missing its entire lower half. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that, <laughs> <laughs> that would be why it's only 60 pounds. <laughs> Have you lost weight? <laughs> it's just missing half of a fucking deer. It's like, yeah, no shit it doesn't weigh that much. <laughs> it's missing half of its fucking body. <laughs> Um, the spine still protruded from the midsection, which, by the way, still retained the prized ribs and tenderloin that a hunter most certainly would have taken. Yeah. But the haunches re- appeared to have been ripped off. Hmm. I don't think it was a hunter. No, but could have been another predator of some kind, but I feel like other no predator- bite marks? Yeah. No, no, no bite bullet mark. wound, no bite marks? <laughs> it appears that the man bat is using some sort of poison. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know, man. He's using anthrax in order to kill deers. (laughs) I don't know. Rip the lower half of them off. I think it does sound really weird, though. It is very strange. Um, The remains did not appear to have been cut with a knife. Um, And in fact, the carcass was nearly bloodless, and there was no blood on the road or in the vicinity that would indicate that the haunches were ripped off in another place. Um, where the carcass had, you know, immediately bled out and then was carried to the spot uh, with no visible tooth or bite marks that would have been left by something carrying it in its mouth. Um, Quote, we were not in a position to conduct a complete forensic examination of the animal. Um, And oddly, an unused, uh, unopened, dark garbage bag lay adjacent to the carcass towards the road. Um. So I, I don't know. Like the the garbage bag does kind of sound like oh, maybe, maybe, maybe it was, it was poachers. poachers. Yeah. But then you also have the fact there's no bullet wound, there's no bite marks, it's completely bloodless, and there's no blood around. Maybe they hit it with a fucking car. I mean, you still feel like there would be blood somewhere. Yeah, I mean, probably on the front of a <laughs> an F one fifty. Next to all the beer cans. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know. It does sound kind of weird, though. Right? It is very suspicious. 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 Um, well, Hollywood reflect that he felt the creature was something of the supernatural, and Godfrey would mention in other uh, interviews and articles that, 
quote, he believes the more he talks about it, the more power he gives the creature. She'd like hit me when she stretched. <laughs> and to make sure she wasn't chewing on nothing. Um, all of the supernatural aspects were then exacerbated just as suddenly. Um, the father and son were besieged by a variety of bizarre poltergeist activity in their home. Oh. Interesting. I, I know that within inside the Mothman case, which is not something we really talked about, which I think would be kind of fun to double back on to later on, maybe in a different show or something like that, but is the the fact that the <laughs> <laughs> the uh, w- within the Mothman case, we, we know of the beast, we know of its encounters, we know of the, the tragedy that befell the bridge. But a lot of people don't know is that the other shit that was happening all around town at the same time, which was an increasingly more uh, agitated amount of poltergeist activity. Oh, weird. Yeah, and men in black activity. Well, that makes sense. Which I'm curious to see if that pops up in this case. I guess you'll have to see. Because if men in black pop up at some point, it's definitely a Mothman. I guess we'll find out. We'll see. <laughs> On this episode. Right. Yes. So uh, their doorknobs would shake and rattle as if um, being opened by an invisible hand. There would be pounding on the doors and walls when no one was around. The family dogs would stare out the window and hide under the furniture, shaking in fright. But when Wahali would look out the window, nothing was there to cause the reaction in the dogs. Um, Nothing like he could see, at least. Exactly. Um, It's unclear whether these occurrences are still going on or if, like, classic poltergeist phenomena, they would start and stop in a short duration. Uh, Godfrey would later add to the supernatural lore connected to the flying humanoid sightings by comparing this supernatural assault to those that witnessed Mothman during the 60s. I fucking beat you to it. (laughs) Godfrey also compares the alleged omen quality to this phenomena in her book, uh, Monsters of Wisconsin, uh, by saying how many believe Mothman was the herald of doom for the Silver Bridge Uh collapse. Um, So to was the lacrosse man bat a possible herald in regards to the drowning of a male college student who died who died three days after the sighting of the mississippi river in lacrosse i don't know if that really connects <laughs> but i don't know that's what it's I, I, that's what godfrey's saying is that it possibly seems, it, maybe it, he is it but, seems like small potatoes like yeah you know compar- I mean? <laughs> comparatively comparatively it, 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 like, doesn't, it doesn't feel like it's the same like the mothman was like just like you know they're like ah oh, and then a fucking bridge collapse and it kills like a bunch of people and then people see this fucking man bat and what it just bullies some dogs and the guy drowns I don't know it doesn't really it really doesn't <laughs> it really it really doesn't seem like it's connected but maybe I don't know, <laughs> this, know is like, what, this is what she is saying is that possibly it was yeah. An omen. Um, the tale of the lacrosse man bat comes to a close after this encounter for no other direct connection to this encounter in the area are reported. Other websites and researchers have attempted to draw um, connections to other bizarre flying humanoid type creatures to the lacrosse man bat, but uh, the problem is that most creatures 
they connected to, uh, most famously being the Medford Lizard Man. I I don't can't say I'm familiar. <laughs> uh, actually, well, I'm sure if I go to Medford, <laughs> yeah, I'll see some lizard people. I'm only familiar with the wood eating Amish County goose grabber. Good job, Marty! You did it. That's what I'm most familiar with. Yeah, what was your favorite part about that? The what's your favorite? What what do you know most about that case? About the wood eating Amish <laughs> County goose grabber? Yeah, buddy, that one. <laughs> it's so hard to say. Still, bro, it's so hard to say. <laughs> yeah, what what's, what what is your what what is, I mean? What's your your hot scoop on that? Huh? Uh, about the wood. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm starting to think that Marty doesn't remember. I, <laughs> I remember some of it. Does. <laughs> yeah, what's your favorite part? What, what? Uh, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like a chew producer, he just—he's like, keep rolling. <laughs> Don't stop reading the script. <laughs> I didn't realize this is a little bit shorter, so maybe we will talk about uh, the Medford Lizard Man. Okay. This one too. Why not? Um, so, which outside of both creatures having wings, there's no real connection as one is reptilian uh, with the gargo- gargoyle style wing arm combo seen in other flying humanoid cases. Um, and the lacrosse man bat is an arm wing connected semi hairy bat beard beast. So, I mean, a lot of people connect them somehow, but they're not really connected. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know anything about the the Medford Lizard Man. <laughs> can't, can't say I'm familiar. <laughs> also, Marty, I'm surprised that you didn't say that your favorite part of the wood-eating Amish County Goose Grabber is that he grabs geese. Yeah, I, that was my first choice. <laughs> yeah. I remember that part. Okay. What else? What did he do with the geese? He took them. Okay, well... He grabbed them and he took them. <laughs> Did he do anything else with the geese? I hope not. Weird fucking <laughs> thing. <laughs> Marty forgot the fact that this fucking creature hucked a goose oh, at a yeah, lady. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was also known as the goose chucker, too. Yep. There you go, Marty. Yeah, there you go. You got it. <laughs> I'm just quizzing him, and he obviously does not remember. <laughs> you guys are going to like have to go back to all the episodes I've been a part of and write a trivia. <laughs> Oh, dude, that would be super funny. Yeah, <laughs> that would be so funny. Yeah, I would love like that. A, like an after after the show or something. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, so viewing the lacrosse man bat biologically, it is more plausible than a lot of other flying humanoids. Mm-hmm. Um, its form is very much like a giant bat. Um, and well, un- while unknown in zoological books, it's not completely out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. So is the Medford Lizard Man the Medford Flying Lizard Man? I would assume. I think so, considering. Considering that it it, (laughs) has three of the same words in it. Uh, I found a picture that looks uh, pretty good. You got this, Marty. (laughs) Forgot how to do full screen, Fred. It's a six. F6? No. Well, uh, full screen's F11. F11. That's what I thought. Yeah. The hot key to get to the thing is six. And then, oh, yeah, yeah, that's what that is. Maybe it doesn't work on here. 
Oh, we don't. I don't think we have a setup for this one. I don't know. But. Could click on videos, find out. No, no. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. It's okay. Um. So, the big problem with the giant bat hypothesis uh, for this flying humanoid, however, is um, considering the wings. Um, so while these wings are more plausible than other variations seen, it still has both hands and wings. Yeah. Um, in the eyewitness sketch, the arms are connected in what seems uh, to be a fleshy, almost manta ray style wing. Uh, this is not how bat wings are. So clearly uh, this creature, unless the eyewitness sketch rendition just wasn't as anatomically correct um, <laughs> as it should be. Uh, it's not a bat-like creature. I'm, I'm, you're distracting. Well, I'm trying to help Marty because he's <laughs> struggling right now. Um, I am indeed. <laughs> you got this. You Here. got this, buddy. Christ. <laughs> We're prepared. Yeah. Um, so, interestingly, the wings bear a... Uh, strong resemblance to the Fayette County dragon in style, but other than that, it bears no other features uh, to the lacrosse man bat. Uh, the next issue is that uh, in the eyewitness sketch, there is an extremely significant and pronounced tail. Um, this feature rarely appears in other flying hominid, like humanid, humanoid. Humanoid? Mm-hmm. The words are really hard for me. Um humanoid encounters and even though it does not take away from the biological veracity of the creature it does make the bat hypothesis a little more difficult uh-huh. considering uh, bats don't have tails yeah true you know except when they shit real hard dude no they still don't have a tail <laughs> kind of like a tail well or- anyway here's the Medford lizard man flying lizard man yeah he's like hold my hand <laughs> Do you have a picture of the lacrosse man bat? Let me me pull one up here. (laughs) He goes, I'm really scared right now. (laughs) Guys, I'm really scared. (laughs) What are we? (laughs) So, um, the final problem, of course, is the alleged supernatural quality or effect from encountering this creature as the illness or poltergeist ensemble um, are very much rooted in Kelian lore with ultra-terrestrials yep. and more supernatural cases. Uh, while the illness can be attributed to fear and the nausea feeling is something that does occur in times of distress, one cannot dismiss the poltergeist outbreak if it is connected to this creature. I, I mean, when it comes to supernatural phenomena um, with cryptids, you, you, you see more often than not that there is... A connection with cryptids, with uh, you know, like other supernatural activities, such as aliens and ghosts and things like that. What the fuck is that? That's our That's a lacrosse, lacrosse man bet. <sighs> wow. That's straight off of uh, what is it called? Uh, Cryptid Wiki. This is the Got some titties on that boy. Yeah. So this is the eyewitness sketch. Mm. Yeah. This is the one that's sketched out, huh? Yes. Wow, that thing is uh, terrifying. 
terrifyingly sexy. <laughs> I'd fuck it. But <laughs> I'll do it for my country. <laughs> because unlike Marty, I'm a fucking patriot. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's insurrection time, baby. <laughs> hold on a minute hold on a second <laughs> almost almost right what date is it <laughs> it's, to, it's that's tomorrow that's yeah. tomorrow marty's got big plans <laughs> stay tuned <laughs> marty is flying to dc tonight <laughs> oh my god marty ain't flying nowhere he's staying home he's gonna he's gonna zoom in <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's gonna phone. He's gonna phone it in, dude. It's <laughs> gonna be him, and he's just like, "Hey, can you got Thorpe the Apple? I can't. I can't hear you. <laughs> I don't have good service in here." <laughs> so <laughs> sorry. You go watch the doc and hear me call Marty insurrectionist like ten times. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so with this case as per usual we're left with more questions than answers yeah like what the fuck is that um so while the 2006 sighting of the little cross man bat is the only confirmed sighting of this creature at Uh least to the public um it's not like i don't know it's it there there are creatures uh that in recent years there was a major flop of accounts uh, in the Lake Michigan area that occurred from 2016 to 2020 these sightings while varied from everything from gargoyles, giant bats and giant owls did feature a few sightings that do sound like possible candidates as a similar creature to the man bat oh so I've heard this before so you're saying it was birds (laughs) <laughs> that's that's not fucking familiar. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't had mm-hmm. to say that in a long time. Is, is, so you're saying it's birds. What if it's a giant owl? <laughs> what you saw was the planet Venus. <laughs> what you saw was an owl. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> it's sick. It's just so annoying. It's every every cryptid <laughs> story. Like, you saw a bird. Like, um, I'm pretty I sure so. I know what a fucking bat looks like, dude. I'm pretty sure bats aren't gigantic. <laughs> like, like, you know, I'm pretty sure they're not like fucking huge and like having right. big wings and shit. Pretty <laughs> pretty sure. Maybe yeah, we'll, we'll talk about this other creature as it comes up in here. Um, so What the fuck, Marty? That's <laughs> the lizard man. Oh, okay. Medford lizard man. Okay. Okay, okay. Maybe we'll save the Medford lizard man, but we can at least admire his beauty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think he's packing, dude? <laughs> yeah. Um, answer, nobody answered my question. <laughs> what did you say? I said, what do you think he's packing, dude? Oh. Uh, let's see. <laughs> no, no. No. Hold on. <laughs> Doesn't zoom in anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right. Um, (laughs) So, uh, there was, however, uh, in 2019 that occurred, there was a sighting that occurred where a witness claimed to see a giant toddler sized bat that ran like a gorilla. Wow. 
Wow. I have to process that sentence. Can you say that again, but slower? <laughs> there was a witness who uh-huh. claimed to see uh-huh. a giant toddler-sized bat Okay. that ran like a gorilla. What the fuck? <laughs> That's an oxymoron right there. It, no, I mean, okay. A giant toddler-sized bat. I mean, bat. It, it would it's be... It's giant it, for a bat. It would be giant for a bat, so... Toddlers, toddlers vary in size. Okay. Yeah, that tall, ish. Yeah, I was, I was six five as a toddler. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I think a toddler's but then like, I shrank. I think a toddler's six like foot. This tall. Huh? I think a toddler's like this tall. Yeah. Ish. Ish. Yeah. And then it ran like a gorilla. Yeah. That's. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Um, we're not, now we're just getting into the part of the episode where people are just saying they saw just bats. <laughs> they saw a giant toddler-sized bat. You know, I saw a bat out there on uh, fucking Briggs Road out there, and let me tell you, it was a nice little nice fella. You know, I drove by and gave him a wave. <laughs> um, so outside of the Kent Bat Beast, where bizarre footprints were found, there's never been truly any definitive evidence for them outside of the fear and terror that those who encounter these Kent enigmatic entities feel for decades in some cases verifying that they saw something and it scared them and it scares them now you want to talk about the Kent Bat Beast? Well yeah The Bat course. Beast of Kent? The Bat Beast of Kent? Yes um, this Well is, of course because we're not at time yet Yeah so this <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be longer I thought you guys would have more jokes <laughs> You know, ne- Never 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 bet on that well, real quick though, look, do you think this is a real photo? Oh yeah, that's a flying fox. Yeah. That's what? That's a flying fox bat. It's the same one that I have a tattoo of. Oh, oh kind of okay. My favorite so, kind I mean, of bat. That, that's a toddler sized bat. Yeah, that's a big fucking bat. That's a human sized bat. That's not human sized. It's, it's probably at least two and a half feet. Okay, that's it's a big like, fucking bat. That's a big bat. Uh, flying fox are usually also only in Australia. This one's in the Philippines. They're in warmer climates than um, Wisconsin. Yeah, they, they eat fruit and shit. Yeah. There's cute little videos I see on my TikTok and them feeding them <laughs> bananas. Nice. They're so fucking yeah. cute. It's really, I love it's, that. It, dude, it's so cute, dude, because I'll be on TikTok and I'll be like, oh, funny meme. Oh, it's a bat eating a banana that got rescued. Yeah. It's a little orphan bat. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, it's so cute. And then I scroll and then it's just the most brutal combat footage known to man. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like, it's just a dude putting a fucking grenade in his mouth and like, <laughs> charging in like the Ukrainian line or something like that. <laughs> it's awesome. I fucking love the internet, dude. <laughs> it's really it's really just a uh, wonders because then I'm horrified and mortified. And then I'll scroll and be like, ha, that cat's wearing a sweater. <laughs> you know, like, what a what a little what a little guy. You know? And I'm right back to it, you know. Um Okay, so why don't we talk about uh, another bat beast? Is, a bat beast? This is the bat beast of Kent. Um, we're just gonna make this a bat episode. Yeah. Um, so making on- me batty. <laughs> right. Um. So. Real um- so. <laughs> you were saying. So on the chilly autumn evening of November sixteenth of nineteen sixty-three, seventeen-year-old John Flaxton, eighteen-year-old Mervyn Hutchinson. Okay, hold on, Mervyn. Mervyn. M e r v y n. Mervyn. Okay. So John Flaxton. Yes. 
And Mervin what? Hutchinson. Hi, uh, hi, <laughs> Mervin. Hey, Mervin. You want you want to go and go look at it? Go 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 walk him. I got I got I got my flaxen ready. Well, yeah, I do. <laughs> I don't know. What's the other guy's name? These are British teens, by the way. <laughs> oh, good heavens! There's I, John Blackston. Well, yeah, I do, mate. <laughs> Excuse me, good Marty. Heavens. No, 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 what? Marty. What region is that accent from? Uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, Mervin Hutchinson. That region. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hello there, mate. Oh <laughs> Good heavens. Oh, no. It's Tuesday, isn't it? You're just, yeah. you're just Pops right now. Good heavens. Pops is British. <laughs> Good heavens. Mordecai and Rigby. I am going to find a f- f- giant fucking bat <laughs> creature in the woods. Oh, my God. And hope it doesn't eat my fucking organs. <laughs> Anyway, what happens to, to these co- these cartoon characters? Um, so there were also two other friends. Um, they were walking home from a party on Sandling Road in the county of Kent, uh, which is a, a region. Oh, yeah, okay. Now I know why. Okay, I get it. Sorry. Um, so a region apparently rife with uh, paranormal activity and cryptozoological activity. Um, so they're walking down this road when they saw a silent globe uh, or like a glowing orb like object descending from the heavens um the unusual self-illuminated avoidant object uh which was described as being just a few meters in diameter hovered above a field it eventually made its way behind the trees and settled into the shadow infested foliage of the woods of sandlink park while the teenagers were still reeling from their astonishing sight, um, something even more inconceivable would soon grab their attention. Moments after the extraordinary craft apparently landed behind the trees, the teens noticed shaking in the brush, and what emerged was one of the most unique, quote, varmints <laughs> <laughs> ever to be chronicled in ufology. That is the most strange <laughs> varmint I have ever seen. <laughs> Good heavens. I've you know, never seen no varmint like that. <laughs> I, I, I almost let out the most sinister yeehaw when I saw it. <laughs> Good heavens, yeehaw. It is a large varmint of some kind. Reminder these are British teens. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what Brit- that's Where Britain. That- where are you hearing these accents in Britain? You don't have I don't to know. have a British I live accent in the United to live States. in Britain. <laughs> that's definitely. Oh, good heavens. Oh, my goodness. That's <laughs> it's British, dude. Just say, just say you don't understand, like, art, dude. It's <laughs> acting, dude. Yeah. I'm being a character, dude. Yeah. The Marty's having a. <laughs> Some sort mental of, breakdown. Yeah, he's having some sort of mental crisis. <laughs> and he thinks he's a cowboy. So, <laughs> yeah, yes. Because I'm a British teen. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's better. 
Um, so later, the four eyewitnesses would explain that an erratic, shambling, quasi-humanoid figure emerged from the woods and waddled towards them. The beast apparently looked like a headless bat <laughs> that was five feet tall with large webbed feet and wings protruding from its back. Um, I know there is a photo of it somewhere on, on the internet. What is it called? The Bat Beast of Kent. The Bat Beast of Kent. Yeah. Uh, Already not listening. I know. There's another, there's another case that I feel like we've covered that's been in the, the, in Kent, like in that uh, region. Probably. And I just can't figure it out off the top of my head right now what, what it was. I think it was a UFO. That feels right. I, it I, was one of our, maybe it was like our like aliens of fucking England or something like that. I don't remember. But it does sound familiar. Kent sounds familiar. Oh, look at our little guy. What? Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> I heard just like looking and trying to find <laughs> what we talked about. What in the fuck is that? That's the bat It's the bat based to Kent. <laughs> in it? Good heavens, it is I, the bat beast of Kent. <laughs> oh, goody. <laughs> so, uh, in Hutchinson's own words, quote, it didn't seem to have any head or huge wings on its back, like bat wings. Um, the group of friends, understandably, overwhelmed with terror and adrenaline, sprinted away from the bat thing um, and made their way to the nearest police station. Once there, they re, uh, related their tale to what one must assume were highly skeptical officers. All right, let's let's do it. I'll be uh, I'll be the officer, and you be the you guys be the people running into the the off the police station, the Bobby the Bobby Hall, if you will. You nice, start, it sounds good. It's good audio. Yeah, yeah. You will start. What can I help you with? Listen, I listen. just saw this little bat thing over there with no head. No head, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. As for you? I saw the same thing. It was absolutely terrifying. It was like five feet tall. It had no head and bat wings. And it fucking came out of the sky. It came out straight from the heavens, isn't it? See, I understand him, but I don't understand <laughs> you. Are you American? Uh, I'm not sure I understand. I, don't, I can't do a British accent, so I'm not even going to try. Good heavens! <laughs> I guess we'll go and look for your bad creature. <laughs> I can't do a British accent, so I'm not even going to try on it, because I'm not, I'm not Th- good That's at the it. beauty of podcasting. No. <laughs> we, we can always cut it out, but we won't. <laughs> like this dumb sketch. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Flexton would later state that he felt (laughs) cold all over during the episode. It was cold all over. Less than a week later, on the 21st of November, a young man named Keith Croucher. God damn. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Not known for standing. Keith, god damn it, stand up on your fucking feet. (laughs) No, father. I must always remain low. Just in case the... (laughs) <laughs> Just in case they attempt to bomb the bomb Kent again. As soon as you stand up, they can see you. Oh my god! <laughs> they can see. Yeah. If I remain low, I can use my advantage to get a stealth attack. <laughs> um. So 
Mr. Croucher seemed to confirm the teen's claims of an unusual object soaring over Kent when he announced that he too had seen an oddly shaped craft hovering over the local soccer field not far from where Flaxton and his friends had claimed to have their bizarre uh, encounter with a UFO and its occupant. On November 23rd, John McGoldrick um, decided that reports coming from Sanding Park were simply too outrageous to be ignored. Well, of course. It's highly outrageous. <laughs> so, eliciting the help of an unnamed uh, friend, Mr. Goldwick and his cohort made their way to the site of the unusual goings-on, hoping perchance to perchance. have a face-to-face -face encounter with a strange alien creature. Perchance. Um... <laughs> But it's, it's a word. A, it is certainly a word. Do you not like that word? It's just, it was just weirdly placed. <laughs> uh, once inside the uh, wooded area, McGoldrick claimed that he and his companions discovered no less than three footprints, each 24 inches long and nine inches across. Big footprints. Yeah. It's a big, big whatever it was. He got some big feet. Look at him. He do have... I guess he does. He do got him. stompers. <laughs> <laughs> He's got them stompers on him. Yeah. So, <laughs> what, he's zooming in on them fucking peats, man. Oh, that doesn't work like that. You scroll. Just, you just scroll. Oh, scroll. There you there go. Look at them peats. Look, look at them stompers. <laughs> so those are two feet long and nine inches wide. No balls either. Well, he... No aliens really have that. What's he packing? That we've talked about. I'll look it up. No. <laughs> You're going to get into some questionable websites. <laughs> Thank God. That. Man bat balls. <laughs> um, so they, he also stated that they stumbled across an area where the foliage had been flattened as if by some tremendous weight. Uh, McGoldrick's claims caught the ear of the local press who were no doubt eager to feed the public's ever-growing appetite for new information regarding this strange phenomenon. To that end, the newsmen accompanied McGoldrick back to the scene of the weirdness on December <laughs> 11th. Uh, while reporters did not manage to turn up any new evidence, it was stated that thickets... Um, were still bathed in an eerie glow, which continued for some days before subsiding. So things, so the the the, 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 brush, was, the brush was just glowing. Yeah, that's fucking weird. That is weird. Um, so the case was reported in newspapers as well as a 1971 issue of Flying Saucer Review. <sighs> oh man, I used to remember getting those all the time back in the day. In 1971? Yeah, I was... Oh, God. What was that? I think it was 300 years old then. Oh. Yeah, it was great. It was fun. I used to... The the fucking... The pinups in those were always really good. You just put a... You'd open the magazine and be looking around, dude. you just open it and it would unravel, you know? Yeah. And there was just unimaginable horrors beyond your comprehension. Oh <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like a K-hole, but worse. <laughs> yeah. It was um, tight. I used to love those things. <laughs> so it was under the title Saltwood Mystery due to its proximity to the area. 
And in the 1970s, ufologist Chris Wolfe also reopened the case with of this almost avian anomaly. According to records, he interviewed Flaxton and also inspected the scene of the unearthly encounter. Because, you know, something that occurred in the 60s is still going to have evidence in the 70s, I guess. Yeah. He's like, well, you know, it happened over a decade ago, so there's got to be something new out here. I think I'm going to go. <laughs> he just wanted to go on vacation. I think so. He's like, boss is like, hey, you going to get those reports in? And he's like, ooh, sorry. I'm too busy looking into a bat creature. Oh, you're going to love, you're going to love this next part. Am, am I? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um... So, following his investigation, Wolf came to the dubious conclusion that what Flaxton, Hutchinson, and their friends actually saw was a ordinary crow. F- fuck <laughs> off, you fucking dumb British bastard. It is not... Oi! You just saw a crow! <laughs> Great, thank you, Marty. Exactly. They're yelling it. <laughs> You'll have to go through they don't review lower that. They don't talk ever. They just yell, right? You might have to go in and actually like manually lower bark. No, 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 no. You listen here, you fucking British piece of shit, you motherfucker. It was not a fucking common crow. That it literally makes zero sense. Look at the fucking drawing. Look how they described it. You think these dumb, dumb fucking British buck teeth fucking having... I can't, I can't keep remembering the British. <laughs> these, these fucking kids don't know what a crow looks like? Do you think they're that dumb? I don't know. It kind of looks like a crow. It looks nothing like a crow. Uh, it doesn't crow look anything ever- like Mr. Lee, dude. <laughs> All right. That looks like a crow if I've ever seen one. What do you think, Marty? Mm, kind of crow-like, right? It's a little crow-like. But crows aren't fucking five feet tall, though, right? <laughs> I like how you're like, right? <laughs> like, like, you're, you're right? questioning. Don't you guys, you guys ever seen a five feet tall crow? I have not. <laughs> how tall was Brandon Lee? <laughs> Taller than five feet, I assume. He was taller than dead. Oh, damn. Um, Negative six feet. All right. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) So, um, Wolf says that it was an ordinary crow, oddly illuminated by the flashing of electric train, um, illuminated by the flashing of an electric train passing not far away in the chilled autumn air. He did not apparently attempt to explain, however, how the crow managed to appear nearly five feet in height, web-footed or headless. Yeah, so dude literally gave literally no evidence. Yeah. And just blindly (laughs) said, what you saw was a fucking bird in a train. What are you talking about? Those literally make zero sense. Others suggest that they saw nothing more than a scarecrow. That would be more logical than a, yeah, than yeah. a fucking yeah. than him being like you saw a a, a small bird in a train <laughs> in the distance. Yeah. Even though it was, you know, very close to you. It wasn't a crow, it was it was definitely like What the fuck is what what? I don't know, man. I wish I knew. I wish I fucking knew. Okay. <laughs> um that's So it. I, that's it. I'm fucking investigating cryptids full time, dude. <laughs> Get to the bottom of this shit. So, uh, this creature 
was never seen again. Um, but it bears an uncanny resemblance to its British crypto cousin, uh, the Owl Man. <laughs> oh, man. Do you, who do you think would win in a fight? The Man Bat or Owl Man? Uh, I don't know. Because we know that the Probably Kent, the Kent, Owl Man. We know that the Kent Man Bat or Batman. Bat Beast. Bat Beast, whatever. Who gives a shit? <laughs> the. the crow with a train <laughs> crow next to a train i i think that almost like they could who would win i think it might be i honestly the man bat i think well if the owl man has a face then i think he would win he's got a head he can see where he's going yeah potentially i i i, I don't know it's, it's a face uh, Marty's pulling up a photo of what Ooh. I assume is the Owl Man. Yeah, no, I what? think the Owl Man will win. What the fuck? The Owl Man's. He's pretty stacked. I would not want to go against the Owl Man. No, I think he'd win. Yeah, I think he so. looks taller. He looks pretty fucking jacked. Yeah, bro. he looks beefy. Like, he I, can't even hide from him. He can look straight behind himself. Yeah. <laughs> goes, what are you doing back there? Just spins his head around. He's like. Oi! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you're just like you're. It's almost like a scene from a uh, like American Werewolf in London, dude, where you're like walking, you know, like through like the countryside. You sure like <laughs> some land behind you. You just turn around. This thing just like <laughs> hips his head at you, and you're like, "Fuck that! What the fuck?" I'd be more that, scared of Owl Man than like, the werewolf. It just goes wrong town now, isn't it? Seems <laughs> <laughs> you made a calculated error. Walking into my little territory now, yeah. Fucking run your pockets. <laughs> yeah. So um, I don't know. I think the Owl Man would win. Yeah. Like I spy a stinking filthy baby. <laughs> <laughs> baby. Like a wee baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, is that it? That's it. That's it. We We're did good. it. On the shorter side this that's, week. That's okay. I mean, it's not that bad once we get to our. Outros. And then you guys have an ad that you're filming after this for your crust. Yeah, oh, well, Marty was writing. Hope you were thinking over there, Martine. <laughs> Let's just go off the top. You want to you <laughs> just roll with me? That's going to be great. Let's roll um, Let's see. What do I have to talk about? That was great, though. That was fantastic. That was fun. Uh, I'm, so bef- before we do outros and do all our bullshit, do we do. Yes. I don't want to. I don't want to soil anybody's mind. What do you think that the man bat was? The man bat? I don't know. I think like, I think maybe it was probably like a Mothman entity. I agree. I think it's some sort of Mothman style entity. It it just it there's something happening out there in La Crosse, Wisconsin. There's just some weird shit happening. I don't know what it is, but it's really weird. That's a really weird. Really weird. Joker voice just there. <laughs> really? No, I, no, that's. <laughs> <laughs> what? When did you? <laughs> that's more of a Reagan. Yeah. That's Nixon. Uh, Nixon. I was gonna say Nixon. And I was like, maybe I'm dumb. Um. No, I definitely think it's like a Mothman entity of some sort. Maybe not Mothman exactly, but like. Yeah, I agree. I think it's some sort of Mothman style entity. Marty. I think, uh, you know, could be its own thing. Could be 
the son of Mothman and Manbat. Well, we're, we're talking about uh, Manbat. Yeah, no, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, if, if if a Mothman had, like, a weird-looking kid, it could be Manbat. Okay. That... Does that mean they have to procreate, right? Do they? We don't, do we they? Know what, we don't know what they really are. What do we... Do they procreate? What do we... Do they, what do we... Do they bang? Uh, and that's for the, the, the fucking bad bees, dude. I don't know. It was pr- probably an alien. It was probably, it was probably an alien. Yeah. It was probably a crow. It was probably a crow on a, with a train nearby. Yeah. No, I think so. <laughs> so stupid. It's the dumbest <laughs> explanation. And then you have the owl man who we didn't talk about, but we looked at. Yeah. He just, maybe he's just, They're just they cousins. just saw an owl. That's, that's, <laughs> not, that's not an owl. I mean, it, is, it is a kind of like an owl, but <laughs> it's not an, an, an owl. That thing is terrifying. Look, we didn't really like really talk about. It. We just showed it. <laughs> but I don't know, dude. It's pretty weird. Uh, let's see. We were extra sleepy this episode. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The we got new shows launching this year. Uh, very excited to get on get the ball rolling for that shit. Um. If you guys are, you know, you guys want to like maybe uh, come up some ideas for like a backdrop for our set, dude, fucking put it in the comments or something, uh, or put it on our Instagram or whatever. We just got some like photos and stuff up, but whatever, got some ideas, send it our way. Um, yeah, man, I don't got really much of anything else. So uh, once those shows become live, we'll fucking let you let you all know, but. For the meantime, we chillin'. Uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram, you can at HEO Podcast. If you want to follow us on TikTok, also at HEO Podcast or the Comic Chaos Network on TikTok and Instagram. Uh, House Crazy Numbers also has a uh, TikTok. I don't know if I've already said that or not. Uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can at I Hunt the Haunted Taylor. Hi. Uh, you can follow me on TikTok and Instagram at Lunar Thrill. Um, and then you can also get the wire out of your mouth. Oh no, that's your leash. Don't chew on that either. Um, you can follow Spirit as well at Spirit the Turv. Spirit the Turv on Instagram. Um, I mean, we don't got a lot. I don't got a lot going on other than Fan Expo and the dog show. So mm-hmm. that's all I got. And we'll be walking around Fan Expo that Saturday. Uh, the thirteenth. Thirteenth of this month. And if you see us, come say hello, and I'll give you a sticker. Mr. Coward? You, you can know, you can just go uh, and go, oi! And they'll, <laughs> they'll know you're talking to <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oi, brother, I that! Also, <laughs> follow me on Instagram, at Ghetto Feather. <laughs> go watch The Doc. A new episode just came out. Uh, we're back, baby, for real this time. Yeah, yeah. Like, for real, for real. For, for F-R, real, for F-R, real. F-R, F-R, F-R. FR. On God. <laughs> ONG. Um Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's all the only thing I got. So <sighs> That's all I got. Remember to stay spooky. Stay haunted. And he's coming. Oi! Here he comes. <laughs> you <laughs> Fuck off that mate! <laughs> Yeah. Is that, is that, anything, <laughs> else? anything else? No. <laughs> okay. All right. Goodbye. Thanks. <laughs>